Hello! Welcome, everybody. We're back. I almost already just knocked my water over. That was sick. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. We haven't been here since Evo. I, I had to take the week off last week because I was working, but we're back for another episode of Best of Five. Uh, I hope y'all are doing well. First of all, before we start the show, let's thank that mean scene for the big resub for 32 months. Mean scene, thank you so much. And also, thank you for all of the work you do. Mean scene's one of the one of our producers here on the stream. Uh, he helps put uh, graphics together, and boy, do we got a lot of graphics together. Uh, we've got a lot of graphics to go through tonight on the show. We have a very, very special show. Uh, we are going to have a big old recap of what we missed this weekend and what we missed um, since we didn't get a chance to recap Evo. We're going to talk about Gamescom. Gamescom's next week. Uh, and what we can expect from there. Are we going to see cool stuff? Who knows? Only Jeff Keighley does. Uh, then we're going to talk to S-Fand. S-Fand. Uh, he uh, is somebody I follow on Twitch. And I ran into him at Evo. And I saw him hanging out, and I was like, hey, I do a talk show. You want to be on it? And he goes, yep. I don't know why he would agree to it, but he's, he, you know, he he's here. Uh, he will be here at 830. Uh, we have him in the green room. I asked him what he wanted as a snack, and he said red pills. Uh, and I thought he was talking about red m and so I got him a bunch of red M&Ms. But no, he was talking about ret, R-E-T pills, because uh, I guess he's a ret, ret paladin. I didn't know about that, so I apologize. But he brought his own, so he's well taken care of. Don't worry. Uh, he's big chilling in our green room. And then, after we pick Sven's brain about his first experience at Evo and with the FGC, we're going to talk about the Mortal Kombat 1 beta, because that's starting tomorrow, which I completely forgot about, to be completely honest. Uh, but we're going to talk about it. Before we go any further, I do believe... It is about that time. Oh, actually, before we even start, uh, there was a couple of things that came out today that I didn't get a chance to work into the show, so we're going to knock them out real quick. First, uh, there's more JoJo's All-Star Battle Plus R. It's not Plus R. Uh, plus R is for Guilty Gear. JoJo's All-Star Battle R got another season pass coming, so glad to see that game still supported. Uh, for those of you that remember earlier this year, I went through the whole JoJo's uh, Netflix uh, content in there, and I actually really liked it. So it's cool to see more of this stuff coming out. And along with the paid DLC, there will be battle uh, character balance adjustments. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So big ups to all of the JoJo's players out there, uh, especially since CEO Taku's coming up. Uh, and the other thing is earlier this week, Street Fighter, uh, the folks over at Capcom, released a character usage data for July. And this is what the character usage looks like. So from Rookie, we got Jury, Kami, Ken, Luke, and Ryu. From Iron to Gold, it's Ken, Kami, Jury, Ryu, and Marissa. And from Platinum to Master, it's Ken, Marissa, Ryu, Kami, Jury. So almost all the same characters. Just in different orders, right? Uh, I think the only difference is in Rookie, it's Luke instead of Marissa. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, it's crazy that Ken is played this much, right? I, I don't think I ever realized that Ken was played this much. Maybe it's because I tend to 
maybe it's because I tend to just run into Marissa's and JP's and DJ's. Uh, the frustrating thing about Street Fighter VI is the they're still having some uh, uh, matchmaking issues. So, unfortunately, like I, I play like the same like eight people. <laughs> so and it's they're DJ and JP players. <laughs> Uh, Ark raising the chat. Yeah, um, Luke not uh, Luke not in top five above Plat is crazy. I agree. Uh, I figured he would be a really popular character because he's got all the tools, right? But them's the breaks, Luke. Uh, I guess he uh, I guess he didn't go into the streets enough or something. I don't know. All right, before we get on with the rest of the show, we got to do the thing. We got to do the thing. Chat. I'm pretty sure I have it as a follow emote. You see a blue cap that says that says re. It's our recap because we're about to recap all of the tournaments that happened in the past two weeks. So without further ado, here is your weekly recap. And we're starting with the Grand Blue versus Rising uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising Open Beta Tournament at Evo. It was Gamera. The master from Japan taking it over but in a very, very close uh, set. Unfortunately, no reset, but uh, he's still up there nonetheless. Uh, Shuabu and Buzz set, the the loser's finals, was absolutely amazing to watch. So, shoutouts to them. Diaphone taking the moment to be in the big, uh, in the big stage. Also taking a moment to shout out his own YouTube channel. Shoutouts to him. Uh, JFK JP, the other Japanese invader, tying for fifth, along with Slash GG, and Mr. Quotes and Merp tying for seventh. Tied for ninth is Gouda. Blue, Blue's up here in ninth. Shoutouts to Blue. Blue's another one of our uh, producers here on the show. So shout shoutouts to him uh, for making it to ninth on this very very stacked tournament. Uh, Shatani and Ants were the rest of the people tied for ninth. Tied for thirteenth was Langston, Webs, TBH, Monarch, and Garden in Tool. So shoutouts to everybody who played Grand Blue Versus. It was super fun to watch. Next. Uh, my controller is not working. Okay. Well, uh, we'll do it manually. Melty Blood Type Lumina was taken by Moai. Moai over Dai. And the Lord, Jimmy J-Tran. What a surprise, right? Jimmy J-Tran, no, usually known as a Tekken player, but showing up, getting the podium... For Melty Blood type Lumina this year above Jing, who, if I'm not mistaken, was last year's winner. He was either last year's winner or, or he was like in the top eight last year. Scrap Vermilion, the Lord, tying for fifth along with the Korean wrestling man. Rond and Lunar are tying for seventh. Tied for ninth were Shatani, Safe, and Kiri. And I'm sorry, Aaron Chatani, safe and Kiri, and tied for 13th were Nico Nico May, Fajita Ida. <laughs> that's a that's a contender for bestie best name of the week right there. Uh, Fajita Ida, <laughs> Infinity, and Rina. So shout outs to everybody playing some Melty Blood. Uh, it looked hella fun. So shout outs to everybody there. Man, yeah, my I guess my controller is not working today. Rip. Uh, let's go over to Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11. The book has closed. On Mortal Kombat 11 at EVO, this is potentially... Well, no, it, it is probably the last year of Mortal Kombat 11 as a main stage game. And it was taken by USA's Ninja Killer 212 being the first man ever to eliminate the Chilean brothers, Nicholas and Scorpion Prox, who took second and third, respectively. What 
a grand finals and what a loser's finals it was. So shout outs to Ninja Killer for making the big run. Foxy Grandpa from Great Britain taking a very respectable fourth place. Zombat and the Mighty Unjust tying for fifth. And Makaran and Rewind tying for seventh. Uh, Euphoring, Agamotto's Eye, King Gambler, and Conqueror tying for ninth. Jukes, Han Rashid, Killer Zinok, and Gurr tying for 13th. So shout outs to the quite possibly final Mortal Kombat 11 tournament at EVO. Next year it's going to be uh, Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, uh, a lot of Fujin mirrors. <laughs> uh, next was Dragon Ball Fighters, which was a Power Plus event. The only Power Plus event on the calendar. And Hikari from the USA bringing it all the way back from what was almost uh, a 3-0, uh, almost a 6-0 if I remember correctly, uh, with from Francis Yasha. Yasha was a favorite to win the tournament, but Hikari held it in there for the USA. Nitro, the other big USA representative, taking third. Gropis from Spain, tying for four, uh, going for fourth. Kite and STG Garlic Bread, tying for fifth. And Inzem and KJ Pixel, tied for seventh. Adrian Riven, Kanye, Legendary Pred, and Zane all tying for ninth. The Lord Fenrich, uh, Fenrichi, Fenridi, Fenrich, Shanks, uh, Wade, and Kashiki tying for thirteenth. Hikari is automatically qualified for the Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour final. So congratulations to Hikari and congratulations to a very stacked Dragon Ball Fighters tournament. Uh, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Next, King of Fighters fifteen was taken. By the man, the myth, the legend, the Xiaohai. Xiaohai is back on top. Uh, he, if you guys missed it, he brought a box. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people have been using coats to hide their stick movements. Xiaohai made himself a box, uh, and it worked because he won over ET from Taiwan in the grand finals, uh, and also took it over Mok from Japan, who took third. Wero Asamiya, the final Mexican representative in the bracket. Very respectable fourth place. Lassid and Mad KOF, both from Korea, both tying for fifth. And Taiwan's ZJZ, last year's winner. And F Kang from Brazil, tying for seventh. Lagia Tamako, Kaiser666, and Shark Urian, tying for ninth. And Says Mexico, Violent Kane, Bon, and Vader.pe. Time for 13th, so shoutouts to the King of Fighters 15 bracket. And now we get to Sunday's finals. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 still somehow manages to be a game where there is no repeat EVO champion. Jabril this year taking it over Evasion in a crazy grand finals. Kane Blue River, the crowd favorite. Taking a very, very, very uh, respectable, uh, respectable bronze medal. Liberal Terminator. He was my pick to make it to the end, unfortunately. Uh, however, made it all the way to fourth. So shoutouts to Liberal Terminator. Mundank and Spartan Throne. Uh, Spartan Throne coming all the way from Great Britain. Uh, tying for fifth. And RF from Japan and Escalante. Uh, tying for seventh. And shoutouts to Remora, Aces Return, Ryan LV, former Evo champion, and Wolf Street. Uh, for time for ninth, and Wedge, Jason, Game Dev, WBI Priest, and Milky time for thirteenth. Wait a minute, is Ryan LV the former Evo champion? I'm thinking of Duel Kevin. Was Ryan LV another one? I don't know. I think so. I think so. I don't know. 
I'll, I'll look it up later. I apologize for the lack of information. Tekken 7. Tekken 7. Speaking of repeat EVO champions, Arslan Ash taking the big EVO tournament over Ao this year with for his second EVO championship uh, for Tekken 7. This was also a Master Plus event, so he has no shortage of points. Ao, once again, taking the silver medal. And Olsan making a very, very great showing all the way up to the bronze medal for third. Genghis Don, USA. Genghis Don, a crowd favorite this year, making it all the way to top four. Red Bull's Anakin, another crowd favorite from the USA, tying for fifth. Mayo Il from Korea, the uh, the Geese player, uh, tying for fifth, as well as Anakin. And Dojin, and my personal hero, Nobi, tying for seventh on this very, very stacked Tekken 7 bracket. And here's why this Tekken 7 bracket was very stacked. Tied for ninth, check out these names. Chikorin, Khan, Joey Fury, and Ayo, uh, Ayo Richie. And tied for 13th is Farzine, Book, R. I'm Your Father, another contender for bestie, best name of the week. And the Migwol, the Miguel Cepha Black. Those are a heck of a lot of big names in those top uh, tied for 9th and tied for 13th spots. So shout outs to everybody who played Tekken 7 at EVO this year. And congratulations once again to Arslan Ash for the big win. And we get to the big kahuna of the EVO weekend. It was the first big Street Fighter VI tournament. 7,000 players all narrowed down to Angry Bird, winning it over Mena RD in a very exciting grand finals. Last hit, uh, not last hit last round, but definitely last game. Uh, last, ma uh, last game, last match uh, for both Angry Bird and Mena RD. Punk tying for third. Very respectable showing for third place, taking it over. Uh, or I'm sorry, Punk was coming in from uh, Losers Finals. Uh, Men RD with a very exciting match against Takedo. Uh, a crazy, crazy match against Takedo. If you have not seen it, I think that was absolutely my favorite set of the uh, weekend. Kakeru from Japan tying for fifth along with Haitani, Fujimura, and Nemo. All the Japanese representatives stuck on fourth and below. Now check out these names on the 9th and 13th spots. Fudo, Moke, Oyo King, Knuckle Dew, all tied for ninth. Kaba, Bonchan, Yamaguchi, and Momochi all tied for 13th. Those are some killer names that did not make top eight, so I can only imagine how crazy Street Fighter Six is going to be in the future. But for now, the party is at Angry Bird's house, so shout outs to Angry Bird for qualifying for Capcom at Cup X. And if you guys haven't seen it, uh, Angry Bird and Big Bird, both from uh, the United Arab Emirates stream at birds underscore FGC on uh, Twitch. And uh, Angry Bird's parents made a showing on the stream telling, them, uh, telling him how proud they are of him, which was very, very, very uh, heartwarming. So shout outs to Angry Bird. Congratulations. You could see it meant a lot to him. Finally, this past weekend was the first Capcom Pro Tour online tournament, and this was for Oceania, and it was taken by the man, the myth, the legend, the Travis Styles, taking it over Crown in the big Australian Grand Finals. Uh, TB and ROF taking third and fourth, respectively. Panda uh, tying along with New Zealand's only representative in top eight, Ghost Chips. Steve Yo and Freezer tying for seventh 
a Wild Llama, another bestie, best name of the week contender there. Zarzo, Agent, 17805, and Somniac tying for ninth. And Doug Cuddles, along with Mont, BK Sama, and Microsoft J tying for 13th. Shoutouts to everybody for competing, and a big congratulations to Travis Styles for once again qualifying it to Capcom Cup. Capcom Cup 10, even. Wow, that's exciting. So shoutouts to Travis Styles. Shoutouts to everybody who competed. And that, ladies and gents, has been this week's recap. Uh-oh. There we go. Sorry, it's been a little while. Hey, the transition was smooth. Uh, sorry, it's been a little while. I forgot how to switch the show. But uh, exciting, exciting recap. Super cool. So shouts out to... Um, Shouts out to everybody that competed both at EVO and at uh, the CPT Oceania this past weekend. EVO was super dope, man. Uh, I talked about it on my mor on the morning streams, uh, but EVO was super cool. Uh, like, I, I don't think there... Yeah, I don't think there's anything else left to be said, man. EVO was fucking awesome. Uh, if you missed it, unfortunately, uh, come back next year. It'll be there. Uh, but yes, so... Uh, we were talking about MK11. Yeah, there were a ton of mirror matches, right? Fujin mirrors, uh, which was pretty crazy. Uh, and uh, Marvel was another game that was super duper exciting until the grand finals because the grand finals were Zero May Cry, which is uh, Zero, Dante, and Virgil. So some of uh, some of the more boring characters to watch. Not necessarily boring characters, but I think they're, uh, you know, everybody uses them because they're so good, right? Uh, but shout-outs to everybody. Shout-outs to, uh, shout to Rick, first of all. Uh, Rick the Hado for completing another year of Evo and being an amazing one at that. Um, uh, shout-outs to, uh, shout-outs to, also shout-outs to Rick and Walt. Uh, Walt Kreisa for uh, being so hospitable to me, letting me run an episode of the show from Evo, from the Evo show floor, which was pretty, pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Ah, okay. Sorry. Now that I took a breath, I think it's time for us to get to our first topic of the night, which be Gamescom. So I'm going to pass it over to Elon on the top left. He's been chilling at home. He didn't get to go to Evo. So, uh, you know. He'll, he'll give you the lowdown on Gamescom because he's been able to stay at home. So here's to Elon on the top left. Hello, it's me. I'm Elon on the top left. I hope you guys have had a good one. It's been a hot minute. I've just been sitting here. And now you guys are back. So it's great to have some company again. Let's talk about Gamescom. Let's talk about Gamescom. Gamescom, uh, for those of you that don't know, is kind of what E3 used to be now kind of e3 as an event is unfortunately gone uh i believe it's like no longer even a thing i think they've decided to call it uh however papa jeff Keeley uh has decided to take up the mantle uh for gamescom so lots of big uh lots of big uh announcements lots of big cool things happening uh i thought this was summer game fest was it summer game fest I don't know. All I saw is that it's Gamescom. Let me. Well, I'm gonna check my email just to make sure I'm not giving you guys bad info. Whoa. Just to make sure I'm not giving you guys bad info. Gamescom. Oh shit! You're right. Oh no! Gamescom opening night live. 
Yeah, uh, opening night live is the big event where they show off, where Jeff Keighley shows off a lot of uh, uh, a lot of games. And slated to be there, of course, is Mortal Kombat One. Uh, Ed Boon is going to go up on stage and show us show off some more Mortal Kombat One stuff. At this point, the game is what like a couple weeks from releasing, right? Uh, it's going to come out on the nineteenth, so it's one, two, three, so four weeks out from release and they're still showing off some stuff so i wonder what they're gonna show my i think they're probably gonna show another ton of characters and a ton of cameo characters right uh and especially since this is coming after uh after the the big beta weekend uh i'm excited to see what ed boone's gonna talk about freeman good to see you also solanero mean scene die by sword good to see you all uh so yeah that is Mortal Kombat 1 is the one big announcement that's been teased so far. However, I think it's safe to say we might get something for Tekken. Right? Uh, do we know which Chars and Cameos are on the beta weekend this weekend? Yes, we do. Uh, there is a trailer that I unfortunately forgot to download because I'm a dummy. Uh, but it's going to be... The exact same roster as last time with the addition of Lee May and one other cameo. I don't remember. Lee May is going to be there. <laughs> uh, it should be a pretty good uh, no Tanya. I don't think so. I could be wrong about that, though. Uh, please, uh, please correct me if I am wrong. Uh, and that beta starts tomorrow. So that's going to be pretty exciting. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show uh but as far as gamescom opening night live goes uh there's going to be a ton of announcements there's going to be a ton of stuff mortal kombat 1 has been confirmed i think we're probably going to see another tekken 7 uh tekken 8 trailer right uh i we may also see maybe they were holding off the aki gameplay trailer for street fighter 6 until gamescom opening night live did capcom pull a uh like a uh a Tekken from last year where we get the teaser at Evo and the actual trailer at games uh, at Gamescom or at uh, the Game Awards or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, also, something I completely missed. Uh, Multiverses is slated to actually release in 2024. I know they shut down the beta, but I didn't know they had already uh, planned to release in 2024. So shout out to Multiverses. Maybe we'll see some Multiverses stuff. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what Mortal Kombat's going to reveal. We're going to talk about that later. May even place some pizza bets on the table. Uh, but for now, what we got is Gamescom is coming. Jeff, Papa Jeff Keeley. I'm assuming, look, there's also, uh, I, this is a little bit outside of the FGC, but there's also a uh, showing for, uh, or there's going to be a big uh, tr event this Friday, which is tomorrow, for Armored Core 6, where they're going to go over PvP stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see more Armored Core 6 stuff. So let's see what happens, we'll, shall we? Sorry, I thought I bumped into something. Uh, chat, do you guys have any expectations? What, what do you guys think? Uh, aside from Mortal Kombat 1, what are we going to see? Are we going to see finally the Marvel 4 trailer? <laughs> the Alex trailer from Street Fighter 5? Armored Core comes out next week? Oh, shit. I didn't know it was coming out this early. That's crazy. Uh, wanted to see some Project L? 
Uh, mommy TTV. Uh, I think since we saw, since we saw Project L at Evo, my assumption is that they're gonna go back to, uh, the drawing board after all of the stuff that they picked up from Evo, uh, and we aren't gonna see them maybe for like another year. I could be completely wrong about that. They're probably. <laughs> Hell, uh, if they have, although if they have like a release trailer for Project L, uh, on Gamescom opening night live, uh, I would be surprised, scared, and excited. So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, we got Solanero thinking there's gonna be Sega stuff. Oh yeah, Yakuza. We got like the Yakuza, uh, like a dragon teaser last time. We got, um, we got. Uh, Solanero thinking some Sega stuff, which is Yakuza, so that's cool. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's it's a uh, it's a treasure trove of expectations and uh, non expectations. All right, so I see uh, S Fan is trying to log in. However, the system is not letting him. So give me one second here. All right. Hopefully, VMix will be kind to us. VMix is not being kind to us. Let's see. Uh, let's try this then. Oh. All right. I think VMix finally works. Uh, all right. So, that is the stuff for Gamescom expectations. Uh, I think we got S-Fan. S-Fan, you here? Yo, what's up, dude? Yo, how's it going? All right, let me let me transition over here. As you see, this is a very professional operation we got running here. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said, the legend, the Red Paladin himself, is here. Everybody, put give your round of applauses. As some S Fandels in the chat for Lord S Fand. How's it going, man? Yo, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. No, dude, thanks for agreeing to come on. Did you recover from Evola yet? I remember you saying you were feeling a little bit I did. Down. Okay. Yeah, sick. I did. I did. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't too bad. I, I had like a – it was like a two-day ordeal for me. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I I think a lot of people came down with both either COVID or Evola, so I'm glad you got like the easier, <laughs> the easier end of that stick. Yeah, I think I'm immune to COVID at this point because of the um, – I just I've I've had it so much oh, that man. like yeah it hit me like I think twice and then I had like booster and and just the whole the whole nine yards so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was we're just like a cocktail of boosters at this point so I'm with you I I somehow managed to dodge everything so I'm hoping it stays that way sick nice uh, so uh first of all I saw you were in LA yesterday doing <clears throat> Madden stuff and now you're back home you're a busy man uh. Did you get any sleep? No. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I basically am just, I'm like running on fumes right now. But like, yeah, it's because I like to, uh, I just, I, I like always kind of have to, I kind of have to keep moving, you know? Yeah, so. I, I'm the same way, man. Yeah. Uh, so I actually wanted to talk a little bit about that because you were on staff, like on football staff for uh, college, right? Yeah. So, now that you're now that you've been playing fighting games, are there like are there any like similarities between how you would approach football at like a real life sport and how you've been approaching fighting games at all? Uh, so I, I think like my my competitive sort of like nature makes me want to have something to grind all the time. So like 
I, I played WoW for a long time. I, I I was always like trying to PvP and like do Gladiator and or, like get Gladiator every season whenever I was whenever I was doing PvP and stuff like that. Right, like I always had like a grind to just constantly do. And I think the the good thing about fighting games, the the cool thing about like Street Fighter specifically, because that's that's really what I play. But um, you can feel like this natural feeling of development, like you're you're getting this natural feeling of progression as time goes on. Like, oh, I did this thing better. Or, like, I can reliably like cancel something now that I couldn't cancel like two weeks ago, or you know, you kept messing something up or anything like that. So like, I can I can see it. It's very tangible, uh, and that tangible progression is like really cool. Hell yeah! And I saw you were playing on uh, Leverless, right? You're learning the hitbox, yeah, or not hitbox, but uh, the Leverless. Yeah, control. I mean it's the uh, it's the snack. This one technically is the snack box. That somebody mm-hmm. just they they were like running the booth and they gave me one, which was sick. <laughs> They're like, cool, okay. And because uh, I I wanted to I wanted to get something like this because I was gonna get the Razor Kitsune, mm. whenever that comes out. So um, having this in the meantime to kind of like learn it, and then whenever the Kitsune gets in here, I'll switch to that. But uh, yeah, hell yeah, it's been it's been good, because I was always jumping like crazy. Yeah. Like I, 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 I love because so I was using this controller. So here's one controller. Mm. Here's uh, I was using this one for a while. I was using this one for a while. Oh, nice. I uh, <laughs> no, no, I haven't used that one. I use I use this one though. Um, oh, cool. which is actually this is also an N64 controller. But I did use this one for a while, and this one's really good. Um, because I would just like just treat it like the the, the six buttons. Yeah. But uh, the problem with this was, what was the problem with this one? This one, this one had something wrong with. Oh, this would click, so I would accidentally like heavy kick randomly. Oh. So if I so if I use this, so then I started using this, and then I wanted to have an extra input, but this shared an input with another button. Mm. There was something weird. There's something wrong with the input, so I had to do something weird, and then yeah. I, that's whenever I switched to this, and then this was better. Hell yeah. So. And now yeah. you're a leverless player. You're right there with everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's so like the popular. The... That's the popular stuff nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and my had... big problem was I was always trying to like I, I, if I ever like want, try to go like left and right, mm. I would just always jump for oh, some yeah. reason. So that's why that's why I wanted to switch. Yeah. And ha- how's the switch been going? Like, have you run into any like big issues at all or not? The first day was like really rough, but at, I'm at the point now where like okay, like my muscle memory because I've been playing. I say a lot. I've been playing a lot for me, given like how busy I am with everything. Mm-hmm. So it's been uh, it's been kind of cool to to you know go through that progression. It's like okay, like every day I'm getting like noticeably better. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Uh, and before we even get to Evo, I wanted to talk about the uh, the AT and T Cup, the Annihilator Cup that you were uh, a part of. So was that like your first? I mean, I don't think it was the first, like your first ever, but like was that like your first like fighting game tournament that you like prepared for and worked towards? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I basically like had a few days to get ready, but I had been playing Street Fighter since it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I always loved Street Fighter. Like I always thought Street Fighter was cool, but I, I mean, I played like every other kid. I was just like spamming, like button mashing and stuff. Like, you know, I was like, everybody does yeah. that when they're kids. The fun stuff. Yeah. So, but then I, I never really like continued to like play it and like get better and, and grind it. Um, and that was like Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like Super Nintendo. Um and then, uh, Reese, like right before Street Fighter Six came out, I played uh, on the Nintendo Switch. There was like the 30th anniversary edition or whatever. So yeah. like I was like playing like Third Strike and stuff on that a little mm-hmm. bit. But uh, that's kind of like all my Street Fighter experience right before uh, Six came out. So yeah, yeah. So what was like what was like your your training regimen as it were for uh, the AT and T Cup? Did you have anything specific that you were practicing, or were you just trying to play and figure stuff out? 
Um, I was just kind of trying to play, and Lakari came over for like an hour, and he just like taught me about like throw loops and uh, help me with like some drive rush stuff and just like how to initiate mm-hmm. and like ha- like having like a proper like initiation helped a lot. Like different different ways to initiate or like getting in the corner yeah. uh, or trying to get out of the corner, which I'm still kind of bad at, but um, stuff like that. That, that, that was like the main stuff. Like Lakari helped me for like an hour and it made like a world of difference. Yeah. I mean, you got what, like third? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I that, got third. So. That's awesome. Uh, and I so, only lost to Luke's, which I'm terrible against. I don't know. There's some champions like my brain just like, yeah, it's the way their body, like their animations move. Like I can't time anything. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So no, uh, it, it's hard, man. It's hard, especially with somebody like Luke, right? Uh, Cause he's new to street fighter in general. Uh, like mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to look at a character enough to figure it out yeah uh so i wanted to ask like how did it feel while you were going through the bracket like were your nerves just like getting out of control or like since you've played football and you were into sports like were you able to like keep everything super chill like what was um, that like? it wasn't too as far as nerves go um i wasn't really like nervous or anything but like in that last match that I played, I definitely got like really annoyed because mm-hmm. I'm so, because I would screw up the motion input for like Hadoukens and like mm-hmm. that's like Sam, like literally just Jake's or uh, uh, the not Jake. Well, it was it was Jake, <laughs> but Luke. I was say Luke, not Jake. But Jake was like sandblast spamming me, and I'm like, okay, I'm just like I can like ex Hadouken this right, but then. <laughs> Jack kept spamming Jake and I had Jake in my head. But but he kept sandblast spamming. So I'm like, okay, well I got EXU doing this. And then I got like tilted because I kept screwing up the input and I kept doing like I would like not let go of like like I, I wouldn't like let go of down before I went like hit forward. So it was like hitting like diagonal. So I would do like the down the down heavy instead of doing uh like an EX Hadouken. Like it would yeah, register yeah. as a down heavy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, which is like, just like, I was like getting so tilted, like at myself. I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. Like, I keep doing this. But like, as far as like actually like nervousness, no. But like, that was like the thing that like that was the only thing that actually tilted me. I think. Gotcha. It happens to yeah. all of us, man. We've all we've all been there and like just being yeah. completely tilted for like shit that we just can't do at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so how did it feel getting third? Like, were you like was that expected? Were you expecting to make it that far? Like, um, he like. I wasn't expecting to make it third necessarily or like top three. I, I was expecting to do better than some people because I had been playing, but it was funny because a bunch of people in that tournament are FPS players and mm-hmm. I'm not an FPS player. So like we kept the first two games that we played were like all FPS games. So it's was like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I'm terrible at apex, horrible at apex. I'm, um, I don't even remember what the second game we played was. I'm not, I just can't remember. <laughs> So, like, I'm not good at FPS games. I was like, okay, finally, like, this is something that, like, I'm, you know, I've played this a little bit, and I'm on the same playing field as a lot of other people, if not a little bit more, because some people had never played Street Fighter. Um, so, like, I was happy about that. And then, uh, really, the only people that were ahead of me were, um, like, Lyric, who's who's played a fair amount, and he's good. I mean, he was, like, gold. Everybody was who beat me was higher ELO. And mm-hmm. Jake had been playing since, like, last year, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since Street Fighter Five. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was, it was actually good. Awesome. So I wanted to ask your opinion on one thing. Uh, 
a little bit of controversy came out, and it was Emru with how she was playing Honda. I wanted to get yeah. your take, and then I, I want to give you, like, the FGC's take on, like, that style of play. Like, what did you think? Like, did you have anything against how she was playing? Uh, absolutely, I did. <laughs> 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 no, I, I know. It's, uh, so that was funny because, like, I, I get why people are annoyed about, like, the modern Honda spam, and I actually agree with it. Uh, but there was like this, this random loser, like he, he tweeted out this video of Emeru who did not place well at all. I was like Emeru. And then one of the other girls, I can't remember who it was. Um, but it was like, it was very like clear. Like there's like, they're obviously like picking on the girls here Mm -hmm. and there was other people playing modern Honda and spamming and doing well with it. So it's like, you obviously had an agenda here. And then they tweeted and Damascus saw, I think he tweeted at Damascus or Damascus saw it. And Damascus is like, yeah, like this is bullshit, whatever. But what happens was it, it, I think Damascus got baited into mm-hmm. like the, like basically the troll stuff. And cause what Damascus was saying was like, yeah, like that, that thing, like it's totally makes sense. Like it's right. Like people think that's annoying. And it's dumb. But the problem is, is it got flipped into something that it's not on top mm-hmm. of like, well, there's like tons of people now who like never really watched Street Fighter or cared for it. And then they watch that tournament and they're like, dude, this is actually hype. Like watching like fighting games is is super hype because it's very easy to understand on the base level of like guy hits other guy, health bar goes down. Mm-hmm. But then on the more like advanced level where you start understanding like the like you start understanding like frames and plus minus and you start understanding all this other stuff for spacing. Like it's really, really cool to like watch like the meta stuff. So uh yeah, I think Damascus just got like baited into it because I was like, I said something about it too, and he like deleted his tweet, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I, like you're actually right. Like, I'm sorry, I, I actually totally like misunderstood the, like what was happening here because it was like he saw what he saw, which was what I think most people agree with. Yeah. Um, but also for like a tournament like this, like people are just gonna do rat, like just gonna play like rats because like it's kind of funny, and I realized that at first because like no, I'm gonna like I'm gonna try hard. Oh, it's Fortnite. Fortnite was the second game. I'm gonna I'm gonna try hard. Like, as far as, like, I'm going to try and play the game the right way. And then mm-hmm. I realized it's way more entertaining to be really bad and do rat stuff <laughs> and see if you can get a win. So, it's, like, it's just a different mentality of people that are actually, like, playing the game. So, yeah. that's why Emmy, who was, uh, like, of course she was going to rat it because it was, like, funny. Like, I did the same thing for Fortnite. I didn't do it for Apex and I played horribly, right? <laughs> but I was, like, okay, I'm going to rat for Fortnite. And I also <laughs> played horribly. So, it really didn't make a difference for me. But, uh but yeah, so that's that's what it is because it's like the Annihilator Cup is like, it's like a they get a bunch of people from like all different parts of the website around. So it's like that's mm-hmm. like the whole point. It's like supposed to be like a content tournament. Yeah, so it makes sense. But yeah, because normally yeah. the normally like the FGC take for stuff like that is it's a competition. You do whatever you can to win, right? Like I uh, I was yeah. trying to specifically look for stuff where um. One of the one of the tournaments that now turned into Combo Breaker used to be called UFGT, and they used to have a random Mugen tournament where, like, and it was auction, like a silent auction Mugen tournament, uh-huh. and it was literally like you just pick the random character, and you know, like Mugen is like a, like an open source fighting game engine where like anybody can add whatever they want, and like there is a video out there of Justin Wong figuring out an infinite and just doing the infinite and like winning. Right. Really? So, like, yeah. So, like, if you fi- like the fighting game uh, community, it's like it's a competition. There's stuff on, like, there's shit on the line. You gotta win, right? So, right, right, right. 
and it's up to the other person then to figure out like how to deal so that that's yeah, at least yeah. like from the fighting uh the fighting game player perspective like that's how uh, oh, like the competitive perspective yeah yeah so i, yeah, I just my, thought it was funny like seeing the two views of it yeah that's funny uh so one final question about the annihilator cup and then i wanted to get into evo did you playing in an annihilator cup influence your decision to go to evo at all or i already like kind of want i already kind of wanted to go but uh i think afterwards i really wanted to go because mm -hmm. uh i what made me really want to go i'm trying to think like i think as it got closer i was kind of getting more and more fomo i guess mm -hmm. of like oh if i don't go like am i gonna miss out you know is like I've never been before. I actually I never seen anybody even IRL stream at at mm -hmm. Evo before. Um, so I was like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, I think after playing, it definitely made me want to go more. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what specific thing really got me into like wanting to go more. But I've been talking about it, so I was like, yeah, it'd be cool to go to Evo. Gotcha. And are you happy you went? Um. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was amazing. Okay. Like we Good. we went and uh, <laughs> yeah, like we went and uh playing project l was sick mm -hmm. that was super sick because because i know some of the the riot guys just from like league of legends and stuff because I, yeah. I i played a bunch of league so like I, I knew some of the riot people and um we got to do that and then uh kenny and the yo video games guys were like they were like oh yeah come play with us like it'll be sick so i was like okay cool whatever <laughs> and and those guys were awesome so and that, that's one thing i noticed about like the entire like pretty much everybody was like overwhelmingly like welcoming and, and everybody's super nice and cool like, it's like oh like oh there's so somebody who's like not a fighting game streamer is here like sick yeah. like, <laughs> they know we exist like that's like that, that's like literally they were like they would joke about it it's like okay cool like new people are coming in because yeah. i think a lot of people are always scared of like it's a universal thing i don't think it's an fgc thing um nobody wants to feel like they're playing a dead game or nobody wants mm -hmm. to feel like they're playing a dying game yeah so that's why people always talk about game x or game y is dying even if it's not it's just that's like a, a big fear for a lot of people mm -hmm. uh especially if like you're playing something that's competitive because if you're playing something competitive and it's like you're, you're good at a dead game then uh that's not cool right so like <laughs> you don't want to be good at a dead game but then if you are playing like let's say like an mmo you don't want to play an mmo that's dead because like you want to feel like you're in a big like living world so it, I, I think that's really just what it comes down to um but i think that was that was like super cool how, how welcoming and um like nice and friendly everybody was so yeah no and die by sword in the chat said what i was gonna say is that the fgc is basically everybody playing dead games uh <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you got to walk by the community tournaments but like there were people playing like street fighter 2 super turbo like the, yeah, yeah I saw that. like the arcade boards yeah uh, yeah there was uh Oh, what else? There was like a third strike tournament. Like they they had a bunch of stuff like Guilty Gear yeah. X and Core Plus R from like the early two thousands. Like yeah. Um. So I wanted to ask, uh, since you were talking about like uh, looking from the outside in, did you have any like preconceived notions at all? And this is a question from Bob Ace from our Discord. Did you have any like preconceived notions about the FGC or about Evo before you came? Um. I mean, I expected it to be hype. Mm -hmm. I, I I did expect it to be hype because I thought that would be cool. Um, like I thought I thought like actually watching like the finals instead would probably be sick. Um, I really didn't have any any like specific expectation of anything going on 
Because I was like, is this thing even, like, is there an expo hall? Is it just a tournament? Like, why? And they're like, yeah, there's like an expo hall. But apparently that's something new that happened recently in the last few years after like RTS kind of took over handling yeah. Evo, which by the way is, is they, they've done such a damn good job. Like I, I, I legitimately thought going to Evo was probably like the best convention that I've been to in like two or three years. Oh, like wow. it's like a gaming convention mm-hmm. because like it used to be a few years ago, you go to PAX and then this developer is here with their new game. That's not out yet. This developer is here demoing something. Oh, this game just came out a little while ago, but they have like a booth over here and people can come play it. And it used to be that that was just how gaming conventions were. Like you would have like, you'd have vendors on one side, you'd have booths and, and big displays set up with like, you know, different game devs, game, game devs are there for you to play their games. And it hasn't been like that recently, mm. probably because of COVID and all that. But um, PAX was like that. PAX was a really good example. Somebody did, did, that did that really well. It felt like an old like 2018 PAX at Evo because you had Project L, which literally nobody had seen yet. Like as far as being able to actually play it mm-hmm. um, publicly, so now if you went to Evo, you could get in line and play Project Hell. They got sick. They had MK1. They had Tekken 8. They have all these games there. Um, now it's it's smaller, I guess, because it's like specific to fighting games. But like the for the target audience of what it what it was was like super cool. Like I mean, I, I really hope like more game conventions can get back to that and getting more like game developers and stuff out to the conventions and and all that so i I just think they owned with that because they made it into you know you go two days for the convention and then you go the last day for the finals Mm -hmm. so i i loved it that was great oh that's awesome yeah that was actually gonna be my next question is how it compares because i know you're somebody who travels a lot uh i think i saw Mm -hmm. you at what like anime expo you were at twitchcon um so it's that's really cool to hear that like that measures up in that way um yeah that's that's oddly surprising i think just because like i think uh I remember like the first year that they did Evo at that convention center because uh, it uh-huh. used to be at the Westin, like all the way at the other end of the strip, and then like the finals was on Sunday at the Mandalay Bay, so everybody had to like migrate over. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So, so seeing it being compared to like a really good convention is awesome, especially because like, did you compete at all, or were you there? No, I, I mean I, I I was just there to hang out, and and I think next year I probably will because hey. that'll be funny. Um, I mean, I just think it'd be funny if like I won one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So that that would be the goal. The goal would be to win, to win, to not go like. No, yeah. the goal would be to actually win like a set or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, not to not go like zero and two, but like yeah. I would actually. The goal would be to try and win one set. Yeah, dude, that's the whole but, FGC uh, struggle. Like to not go zero yeah. and two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like so, uh, a quarter of the tur- think about it this way: a quarter of the tournament goes zero and two. <laughs> Yeah. Like one-fourth of the tournament goes on to That's well, scary. Well, and also, dude, imagine, hey, you know, you're in pools, right? And it's like, okay, who are you going up against? Okay, you got Daigo. Congrats. Yeah. You know, like, it could, I mean, you, imagine the guy going up against Justin Wong, you know, yeah. the, for the, the first match. It's like, okay, well, that's a wrap, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, uh, Olsan was in my, Olsan, who was, like, I think fourth in Tekken, was in my pool for Tekken. So I was like, well, <laughs> I guess that's that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, this is how but, it goes. Uh, I think I think that's kind of the allure of the FGC, right? Because as far as other esports go, like, is there any other esport that you can think of where you can go sign up for a tournament and then all of a sudden you're playing alongside, you know, like the top players? No, I don't think so. That that I think is what makes Evo so hype. Is you can have any like random unknown 
like show up and be like, wait, who's this guy? Now it doesn't typically happen mm-hmm. because like the guys who are at the, like, there's so many people that are so good, but um, the fact that it can happen and it's not completely unrealistic. I mean, like I just from like talking like hearing stuff cause I, I haven't been around a long time, but, but hearing about like some of these guys like, Oh yeah, this guy, you know, he started playing a few years ago and now he's like one of the best or like this guy, he, like I'm trying to think, was it was it Punk who kind of came? Uh, he came up in like Street Fighter Five, is that yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah. he won like an online tournament to go to a Red Bull event that was a Capcom qualifier, and he like was very close to qualifying, and he came kind of out of nowhere. And then that's then that's how people got to know him, and then now he's like one of the best players in the world. Yeah, no, and it was so. the same thing at Tekken with uh, a player named Genghis Don, who's from the USA. If I'm remembering correctly, like Evo was his first tournament. Oh yeah, you're right. He was from uh, he's from Atlanta, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right in front of those guys. He had, like he had a crew just like ATL. It was so funny. It was so good. They're great. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Atlanta is a big scene for Tekken. Like they they know how to they know how to do it down there. Yeah, I've heard. Is it just Tekken or is it like all fighting games in Atlanta? Because I, I think it was I heard DreamHack Atlanta is like a huge like fighting game. Oh yeah, uh, like LAN, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I know as far as the Atlanta scene, I'm sure like they have a fighting scene for everything, right? Like every every local scene has like somebody playing something. Uh, but I do know that the Tekken scene is like the Atlanta Tekken scene is well known, right? Because Genghis Don is from there. Anakin, who's been like a top player in Tekken for years and years and years, is from there. Uh, mm. Pokechop, I think, is from over there. And like he's, you know, like the like the most energetic man I've ever like met in my life. Yeah. Uh, He's awesome. Uh, do you know cool. who Pokechop is? I don't. Okay. Damn, I wish I would have pulled up. So there's – maybe I'll pull up a video later uh, if we have time. Uh, but he – like if you ever watch like one of those like fighting game hype compilations, like he's the kind of guy who like pops off at people but like not disrespectfully. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's a set I, between him dude, and Riola. I, I, that, oh, go, go on. Sorry. No, it, there's a set between him and Riola at – like before Tekken Seven came out, like Tekken brought. Uh, oh, also thank you for the shout out. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, they Tekken brought out a copy of Tekken Seven before Tekken Seven was released to Final Round, which is a tournament that happened in Atlanta. And two people who kind of had beef, but not really. Like it was like a fun video game rivalry. Uh, was Rio Law and Pokechop. And, like, they just started playing, and like the entire time they were just popping off at each other, and it was like the funniest thing. And yeah. it just kept getting fun. Because, like, Eris, you know, avoiding the puddle, who like, has, like, transcended the FGC at this point, was commentating, and he was just, like, making it even funnier. So, yeah. Like, I'll have to pull yeah, up that video later. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever actually interacted with him directly, but Eris is great. He's, he's super funny. Yeah, dude, he... I can he, imagine, I can imagine him making that situation so much, like, worse for the better. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he's fueling the fire. <laughs> dude, uh, he, I got to, I got to meet him at an Evo, uh, and yeah. I went up to him and I was like, "Hey, my personal account is Bluefire132. I hang out in your chat." And he goes, "Are you the fucking idiot that I banned yesterday?" I was like, "No." <laughs> uh, like he confused my name with oh, somebody God. else. And ever since then, like every time we saw each other at tournaments, we were like, we say what's up and we catch up a little bit. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you're the guy I didn't ban." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, coming in as a spectator, uh, like on Saturday like when we weren't necessarily at the arena finals, like were you able to enjoy the tournament like from a spectating point of view? Like what, uh, aside from the convention side of things, like did you, um, like, what did you do? 
So I came in uh, about 20 minutes. I was a little bit late, but I came in uh, about 20 minutes into maybe a little bit longer, actually. Uh, I, I came in a little bit late into Marvel vs. Capcom. Mm. And then I'm like, what the hell? Zero's overpowered <laughs> for like two hours. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, no, but for me, I, because I was streaming and I'm like, okay, is this something I can stream? Like, is this like going to be good to stream? Because mm. people like they watch it and they react to it. Right. Yeah. But is that going to be, if I have a camera here, I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> is that going to be good? And so, and it actually was, people loved it. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, they got like the sitting in the stands experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, I mean, they, they actually gave me a media pass. They hooked me up with a media oh, pass. Sick. So I could, I, so I got to sit like, I mean, I sat on the ground almost the whole time. So I was like sore. Like, yeah, I think that's when stuff. I came and said, hi, like you were just sitting. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. I think it was early on, but, uh, uh, it was, it was early on in the day. Right. Or was it yeah. maybe whenever I went? I think it was back. like right after yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, uh, I'm sitting on the ground and I'm like, okay, like I'll just sit over here. Cause I don't want to like get in front of anybody or whatever. And like, you know, obviously like I just, I, I, so I just like get the shots and then I would like talk in between and I would just like film the screen. So I want to figure out a, uh, uh, I, I want to figure out a way to do it better next year, but I don't know if, I don't know if I need to do it better. Cause people just love that so much. And I, I made some YouTube videos on, on the stuff of Evo. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, the, the editors did a great job, like putting those together and, uh, people love those videos too. So I don't know, maybe I'll just do the exact same thing next time I go. But, uh, I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I mean, there was, it got to the point where I was like, all the other like videographers and photographers were like getting up and they, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to act like a video guy. <laughs> I'm like, I was just, I'll just, so I'll just walk in front. I would go like randomly ask people questions, like interview them. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I think, uh, this is something you brought up. Like, I don't think, I think very few people like have done like an actual like IRL stream. Like we have a couple of people uh, who do it. Uh, like I think Stupendous is one of them, and you can always see them like carrying like a big like Osmo grip. Uh. Um, but I think you were like the first person who like was there to stream, right? Like everybody else is there to play the tournament, and then they stream on the side. And then they also stream, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so seeing that, and like I, I watched the I watched the YouTube chat. Like you, whoever's your editor is. Like hilarious, right? Like the first yeah, shot, yeah. like the first video I saw was like you standing there and people were like, oh, we're looking for someone famous. Uh, yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, like seeing like people be properly introduced to what the FGC is, like because you know I feel like the FGC kind of gets a bad rap on Twitter and rightfully so because you know it's just a bunch of people arguing all the time. Yeah, uh, but then seeing like the actual every game though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, seeing, like, the, you know, like, uh, I think I saw, like, I was just super curious, and I wound up seeing, like, your VOD of uh, you hanging out in the arena, and, like, seeing people in the chat get excited about what's happening on screen along with the people in the arena was, like, awesome, right? Because that used to be something yeah. that, like, we just saw, like, whether you were at home or at the venue, but, like, never quite both. So, yeah. So, that was pretty sick. Now, was there any other, aside from Street Fighter Six, was there any other game that, like, really picked, piqued your interest? at evo um i i really liked watching tekken actually yeah i Tekken's did like watching good. tekken so i'll probably i'll probably get into tekken whenever tekken 8 comes out mm -hmm. um mortal Kombat was cool but I, I didn't get to actually watch much of it um but i got to play a little bit of mk1 and mortal mm -hmm. Kombat's another one of those games where it's like you know you play you play it occasionally growing up or whatever but like yeah. I, I just i had no idea what i'm doing um 
but Mortal Kombat is another one that I always thought was cool. Um, I'm trying to think what other games that I think was like, oh, that looks cool. I learned about games. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know about Guilty Gear. Like, yeah. I'd heard the, the words Guilty Gear together mm-hmm. before, but uh, I didn't really know what it was. And um, so seeing Guilty Gear, I saw a little bit of it because I had to, I think actually I did two streams. I left and I had to recharge batteries and went live again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't get to watch much of it. But uh, I basically learned about that and that looked kind of cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say the big ones were Tekken, Mortal Kombat, and um, uh, Street Fighter, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know what else I always really, really liked was Killer Instinct. Oh, I was at yeah. Killer Instinct for sick. But I feel like, is the Killer Instinct not as popular, I guess, right now? Uh, yeah, it's it's difficult because since it was an Xbox One exclusive, not a lot of people got yeah. to play it when it first came out. But now that it's out on PC... Uh, people started playing it. And I don't know if you saw, but they announced that they're actually doing another patch for it for the 10 year anniversary. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, that yeah, is so I was like, sick. Wait, yeah, that was so crazy. Cause they, they initially just had a, an exhibition, right? Like they just got a bunch of top players. Like uh, Killer Instinct is, is one of those, like it's one of those like niche within a niche type of games where like you can always find a crew playing it, but it's never going to be like, it, like as far as right now, like it's never going to be as big as like a Street Fighter. Uh, in the future, yeah. you know, every, anything's possible. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Killer Instinct has always been super duper hype. So I'm super happy to see that game back. And I'm happy that you like it too. Because uh, like it's cool to see like people from the outside in looking at it. And like being able to like uh, relate. Not necessarily relate to it, but like enjoy it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom was one that like I wanted to be like, oh, this is sick. But then uh, what was it? Uh, Zero Virgil and yeah, Dante. Zero May Cry. Zero May Cry, is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, bro, they got to put out a patch for this game. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's 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 the one. Because, like, I mean, I think I think the idea of – actually, I, I had a friend who had Marvel vs. Capcom too, And uh, I, I actually think as far as the, like, animations go, like the sprites and stuff go – I swear Marvel vs. Capcom 2 might have some of the best actual, like, character, like, sprites out of, like, any game ever. Mm-hmm. They, they're so good. And just, like, looking at them is, like, that's sick. So, yeah. I even bought a bunch of them. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know, somewhere. Yeah. I, yeah there's, like, can you see the the, uh, the juggernaut right there? That's a big yeah. guy. sick. So, yeah. Uh, well, the big, like, the big deal with Marvel is, like, this was kind of, like, the Marvel revival, as it were, because Marvel was a game that was waning. Uh, especially after Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite didn't do so hot. Uh, like, there was, again, it was, like, another one of those, like, niche-within-a-niche scenes of Marvel 3 where, like, a couple of people were still playing it. But then once the pandemic hit, uh, like, it kind of died, right? Because nobody was able to play offline and the online on it was ass. Uh, yeah. But they figured out through Parsec, like, it was Tong, who was one of the commentators at the finals, and a guy by the name of Kevin Ha in california they found out that they could hook up a parsec machine through amazon web services and you basically had like one frame of delay connecting to it so it was basically like almost like playing offline and once they figured that out the scene blew up during the pandemic really yeah so having uh having it back at evo was a huge deal and it was like the first time like a big tournament had seen or like a big like marvel tournament had happened and i think they i think that was the biggest marvel tournament ever uh, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, yeah, so, I mean, I was, I was there was a lot of people there. And yeah, ten. I, I walked in. It was I think I swear it was like ten thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and 
I'm like looking around. I'm like, dude, this place is almost like packed, like almost completely full already. And the, the main shows, it ends at like, I think it ended at like 10. Yeah. Like midnight. I don't know. It ended late. So, yeah. I mean, that was, that was crazy. People were just hanging out there all day. Yeah. No. Uh, and I, I think the crazier thing is because I, 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 I love watching Marvel, but I'm not like a Marvel player, right? I think that game like just goes over my head. It's too complicated for me. Uh, uh-huh. But like being in a crowd with of people just waiting for people to drop the infinite, right? Like that's like that's usually what yeah. Marvel vs. Capcom is. And whenever it happens, it's like the hypest shit ever because then like anything can happen, right? So right, like as soon as that happened, like I was sitting with a, uh, I was sitting by myself, but like once it like everybody in the arena started getting into it, I was like, oh yeah, this is why I enjoyed watching Marvel. And then Zero May Cry happened at the end, and you know, yeah, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Like you, uh, kind of like you were saying before, where uh, a lot of developers used to go to conventions to reveal stuff. Evo is kind of like the fighting game community's version of E3, right? Right. Especially Sunday finals because they have those big reveals. Uh, yeah. It used to be like that. That was where they would reveal stuff. But now that uh, Street Fighter Six and Tekken Eight and Mortal Kombat, well, Mortal Kombat One's always been kind of on the outside because it's been more popular. Uh, like that's where they would re- reveal like their big reveal for the year. That's uh-huh. since changed. Because uh, now they have their own tours, so they save up stuff for the year. But they still had some crazy reveals at Evo this year. Uh, what did What did you think about the reveals uh, and watching them in an arena with like ten thousand people? <laughs> uh, the energy is just sick. Yeah, the energy is is just sick. I'm trying to think of like what. Uh, probably the Mortal Kombat one was was really good. Um, uh, Mortal Kombat one was really good, where it showed like reptile and mm-hmm. uh, all that. Um, <laughs> what else is funny? Uh, oh man, I'm gonna get. Was it? Is it Harada for Tekken? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that his name? Okay, dude. He is he, like some people are just like funny. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Oh, like he's he just has like he was hamming it up, and he's he's got the stage presence, and it's like, dude, this guy. He looks like a Tekken character. Mm-hmm. Like he's just. It's like completely dark, and he's wearing sunglasses, and it's like, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. He just looks like he's got like. He probably has his closet and it's like costume like three, costume four. Like yep. he just has these different outfits. <laughs> so and he just, uh, I'm like, yeah, he just made a character. Like he just made himself like like a game with like people that would dress like him. Yeah, dude, he is uh, he is uh, like one of the fighting game community's memes, right? Like he walks yeah. around with a shirt saying, don't ask me for shit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, like, yeah, he always like he always like, you know, hams it up. Like uh, I remember a while back street fight there was a leak for street fighter 5 and this was when yeah. ono was still working in street fighter 5 and harada just laid into ono it was like ha you got a leak fuck you uh <laughs> and then and then uh like the day before the finals of the tekken world tour their stuff leaked oh so, no so harada just came out and was like everybody shut up sit the hell down or uh, sit down the hell i think is what he said uh, yeah, <laughs> nice. dude, it's so funny and like he you know he like you said like he's so good at hemming it up and seeing ono yeah. there trolling like uh that was the other person that like showed up trying to hint at uh tekken cross yeah. fighter that's never gonna happen yeah, yeah when hilarious. he said tekken x and he walked yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like tekken x is it tekken? i don't remember if it was tekken x or tekken cross yeah but... tekken cross yeah. yeah, he said Tekken Cross. That's what it was. He said Tekken Cross, and I'm like Tekken Cross, and I like I didn't get it because I've seen like Street Fighter X Tekken. Or, like yeah. in my head, I always read it as X Tekken, mm-hmm. not Cross. So like I didn't get it at first. And I looked at chat, and I was like, oh, that's what he was doing. That's yeah. funny. 
Yeah, because like so. s- supposedly, like that is something that is still going to happen. It they say, but you know who knows at this point. But it was so funny that he like just showed up just to do that. Uh, I think like legit. I think the loudest I've ever heard of an FGC room was when they revealed Johnny for Guilty Gear. I think you, I don't know if you were recharging your camera or not, but like it was the big Guilty Gear reveal right before the finals. Oh, yeah, I didn't make it. I wasn't there, yeah. Dude, like, that's a character that people have been asking for for a hot minute. And, really? Like, they showed, like, the, like it was a it was, you know, big buildup. Like, they showed, like, season, like, they're having a new season for it. So they're going to do, like, balance patches and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, they just showed the card, right? Because Johnny's a gambling character. So they just showed, like, a, a jack of spades, I think, or like, a jack of clubs. And people just lost their fucking minds. Yeah. It was, it was sick. Uh, it was like the first it's time great whenever like, I, I, well, I love whenever stuff like that happens where it's like something that it's kind of like, you know what this is. And then everyone like freaks out. Like that's always yeah. like, damn, I was hype. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's so good. Um, sorry. Uh, did you have like a favorite crowd reaction throughout the Sunday finals at all? Or even on Saturday? Man, I'm trying to remember. Maybe whenever Mena reset the bracket at the oh, end, yeah. it was nuts. That was wild. Um, man, that probably was that probably was that the loudest it got. I think so. <laughs> that was insane. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, there was also there was also like the guys cheering for uh, uh, Genghis Don was actually funny oh, yeah. as far as crowd reaction because it it was like a whole like crew. I'm assuming they were all from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Them them just cheering ATL the whole time was great. <laughs> um, so that was a good one too. But that, that was like a smaller one, but it was like an instance. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would have to say probably resetting the bracket. Man, resetting the bracket yeah. was like insane. Hell yeah! And then uh, in sorry, I just dropped some shit. Um. In general, like, did you feel, like, any difference between hanging out with the fighting game community as opposed to, like, maybe some other communities or, like, attending other esports or cons? Like, what, what's your general, like, takeaway? Mm, like, comparing it to other cons and stuff? Yeah. Or, like, uh, the community, I think. Like, did you make any friends? Or, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I had a great time. I mean, I, I think the big thing is... Um, the big thing with the FGC in general was like I, I I think I mentioned this earlier, but just everybody was so like welcoming and nice, and they were just like excited to have people around, and they were like, oh yeah, like come like you know check check this out, or like everybody's willing to like hey, if you need tips or you want to like learn more about this game or learn more about that game, and you know in, inviting me to stuff, and it was just cool. So I, like I I had a I had a great time, and uh, I would say just in general, people are just super welcoming, and I don't think there was any like. Um, I didn't have any weird interactions. I don't think mm-hmm. with anybody. So, no, it was it was a good time. Hell yeah! Uh, are you gonna come back next year for Evo? Oh, 100 percent. Good. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Uh, we are a little bit over time. Do you have like another five minutes, five or ten minutes? Or do you uh, need to go? yeah. Okay. No, we, uh, I yeah. So here's the situation, Esfin. Now that you're officially a part of the FGC, we need to we need to like get your initiation done. Okay. So. I need you to. I, I'm going to show you a couple of FGC memes, uh, so okay. that you're more knowledgeable about the FGC. And I want also like to get your reaction because they're pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, so 
let me pull this up here. Uh, first, uh, this one is one that uh, you saw, and I was wondering what you thought of it. So here it is. It, this was the the video that I have is a little bit more dated than uh, uh, what you saw, but uh, here is. There we go. The Ricky. Oh yes. Yeah, This is from 2015, by the way, this video. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I remember that at the end because I remember I was like, okay, I guess it's over, and and chat was like, no, it's not. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> get not end free. the stream yet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wait until the end of the until the end of the thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I didn't get it, mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, like I I got I, I got why. It's like okay, yeah, this is just like a thing, but I don't I don't know what it's from or anything. I'm like, it's just funny. Yeah, so like the first person who started streaming FGC events is Team Spooky, right? Uh, okay. And for whatever reason, like I, this was even before me in the FGC, like he always played it at the end of every stream. And he would turn off uh, subscriber only mode because on Sundays it was subscriber only mode. Uh, so because that's how he that's how he generated his money was just through subscribers. Yeah. So uh, and then he would play this, and then as soon as the wall broke, he would turn off subscriber mode, and everybody would be like, I'm free. Uh, so it just turned into like a whole tradition where he would do that uh, <laughs> after every That's stream. So good. Uh, and he's one of the people that was working uh, in the back at Evo. So, and for everybody in chat and yourself as well, uh, there's a, even a documentary about him. It's called uh, Spooky Stay Free. Uh, he's like, the re I think he's like, one of the reasons why the FGC is where it is because he started like the grind of like streaming everything. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, okay, so here's here's another FGC meme, and this happened. Uh, this is Justin Wong. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but this is something that like everybody still like quotes to this day. And this was when yeah. Combat X got released. Okay. Yeah, okay, I've seen this one. Welcome to the real world! <laughs> Welcome to the real world! Welcome to the real world! Time to learn! You gonna learn today! It's so good. Did you go and learn today so is like a quote that like I think will live on forever. Uh, it's just yeah. so yeah, that's so good. Yeah, no, I I saw that one uh, maybe like a week before Evo or something. I don't remember. Mm. I saw it like not uh, not long before Evo, <laughs> and somebody in my chat like somebody linked it. I was like, oh, you gotta watch this video. We're just watching random videos, and somebody in my chat starts freaking out. He's like, I was there. I watched that stream. I helped him set up his capture card. <laughs> his capture card wasn't working, and that was like the first game after his capture card got fixed. So no, I uh, yeah no, I think I think that's great. It's so uh. good. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. Like, there was a whole saga that happened afterwards, too, where, like, he invited him to a party, and then, like, they tried playing again. It's crazy. Really? Uh, yeah, it's really funny. So here's here's another meme 
Uh, this is from the first ever Capcom Cup. Uh, mm, okay. They hired a DJ who was has since been known as DJ iPad. Right. So okay. if, if you ever hear anybody talking about DJ iPad, this is who they're talking about, and this is why they're talking about him. Okay. Yeah, so this is like an interstitial between matches. <laughs> Did he smack his head he on his iPad? smacked his head on his iPad. <laughs> Ever since then, DJ iPad has been a thing. DJ iPad. Nice. Yeah. Also, all of these videos, well, most of these videos are from uh, a channel called Base Monster. And Base Monster is like such a treasure trove for fgc history so if you're ever on youtube looking for stuff based monster like this dude used like compiled like all of the meme worthy stuff that's happened throughout the years uh, nice. and posted them uh all right there is there is somebody on the F in the fgc who's a top player who's goes by shine okay and the meme around shine is that he breaks everything and this is this is why this is a two-parter so it started with this this is it uh in New York, in a, an arcade called Next Level, uh, for a weekly called Next Level Battle Circuit, Grand Finals, he was winning, and then he just choked so bad. And then this happened. Oh, okay. I'd be upset. Wow. Do you have Sean's number? China's I need to call him. on the left there. I need to call Sean right now. You got to hold that. You, you got to hold. I'm not going to even. I need to. I can't believe. Somebody can't, call Sean right now. I call Sean because I don't know I who this is. I can't believe what Sean just. He broke. Oh no! He broke the headphones. He broke Mad cats. Mad cats. Get out here! Mad cats. Yes, here for a moment. So that happened. Yeah. Fast, fast forward a couple of years. Okay. And now he has this reputation for breaking stuff. And then this happens. This is at NEC. I think this was 2015 or 2016. A couple of years after. Okay. Um, with the hop roundhouse. Yeah. She hop over. There, there whatever, he is. Whatever you call that hop roundhouse. Flexing the three dollar shaper. <laughs> Yo, you know it is sharp as a machete, though. Sharp as a machete. Look like look like a perfect picket fence. Yo, Chong. Since Chong. Oh. Bombo Club, call it a shine. Your shine moment. Your shine. Your beef will get a, get a oh, clip of no. that. Your shine. <laughs> Yo, that is a first. Your shine. Your shine. Oh no. So what happened? He just he just sat down and bumped he, it or something and it fell so apart? According to him, he didn't even touch the table. So I think like who, oh, right. whoever set the table up maybe like didn't like put the like little washer thing in place. Yeah, so yeah. he sat down and the table just caved right now. Yeah, down. just that's like the <laughs> vibration of just like somebody moving by it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's crazy. That one's a good one. Uh, next, uh, I got just a couple more. Uh, next is I, I need to introduce you to the ghost of Marvel. So, the Ghost of Marvel is this was 2016, and this specific interaction happened, and afterwards, Marvel Infinite came out, and it performed extremely poorly. So, people say that because the Ghost of Marvel didn't get his way, Marvel Infinite died. Uh, okay. So, here is the Ghost of Marvel. Also, before we start, I just got to uh, put the disclaimer out there. Don't do what this guy did. Invading stages is very bad. Don't do it. But this created this scene. Still, don't do it, though. So Chris G, who's the person with but the no, long hair, just story, won. This and this guy went right up on stage Chris G. and Wait. tried to challenge him to a match. 
Does he know who he is? Nope. Riz G. So then security promptly escorted him. Dude, the way he pulls the controller up in the frame is so, two controllers even in the frame is so funny. Uh, but funny enough is that's not the only Easter egg in this uh, in this video, is because back here, who's that? It's me. Oh no. It's me. I'm that pixel, and the pixel to my right is uh, Olsen, my uh, my editor. So this was back in 2016. Oh, nice, nice. Whoops, sorry. Where do we go? Oh boy, I just ruined everything. Wait, no, this sorry, is the story. This sorry, is just the a little scuff. Right uh, so yeah, uh, seeing that, like, hilariously enough, like I had no idea that he was in camera, but like I just saw somebody like getting like both people just like picked him up by his arms and were like escorting him off the stage yeah. uh, so like seeing that live was wild uh yeah that's awesome let me see okay, it's always I cool think... like the idea of thinking about like there's like some like crazy like meme iconic moments that they happen and it's like oh i was there yeah like, you know, like it's like it's like one thing to be like watching it like i say oh i saw that live i was watching it live but then like actually like being there is like a whole nother level like it's just crazy and then I got two final videos here, and these are this is another personality here. So uh, the two commentators at uh, for the Tekken finals are Tasty Steve and Rip. Mm-hmm. And now they uh, Tasty Steve has a uh, uh, what's it called like a reputation for getting way too excited and hurting other people. <laughs> so. Also, I got this video from Say Jam. Uh, he was the he was one of the commentators for Street Fighter Six, right. so he has a full like analysis on this. It's hilarious if you want to watch it. I just wanted to show you like the first bit of it. So here's Tasty Steve and Rip after they announced something at a Tekken World Tour final uh, a couple years ago. It's already not even in focus from the very beginning. What are you doing? It's all. So, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, I met him. I met him at a. uh, I met him at Evo. He's great. Dude, he's hilarious. And hilariously enough, Rip, who's the other person who got thrown down, posted this uh, after the reveal this year. And it's straight up like, from his point of view, it looks like a jump scare. So, this is from this year, right after Ono came up and started saying Tekken Cross. So, here's what happened. So just like the way Steve pans in the yeah, frame is like, the funniest in. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good. Uh, yeah, okay, it's well, great. One final thing before I let you go is here on Best of Five, we like placing bets. However, our currency is not money. Our currency is pizza. Okay. So Gamescom is coming up next Tuesday. Uh-huh. Would you like to bet a pizza on what we're going to see from Mortal Kombat? Uh, oh, man. I have no idea. I don't uh, either, to be honest. Uh, Gamescom. What would this say? So all I, all I, mean, I, know, all, all I know is that they tweeted out that Ed Boon's going to be there to show stuff off. Oh, really? That's all anybody knows. I mean, I would probably guess 
I mean, surely it's like more character reveals. Mm-hmm. Is there like but, a, a character you would bet money on or bet a pizza on to come back? You think? Um, hold on. Let me look at the list here of what's already been announced. Okay. So Mortal Kombat for MK, MK1 announced mm-hmm. character list. All confirmed characters. The Gamer. Ooh. Um. Okay, this is too big. Um, push square. All confirmed characters. Okay. So, let's see. Ashra, Baraka, Ermac, Garrus, Havoc, Homelander, Johnny Cage, Kenshi, Katana, Kung Lao, Li Mei, Liu Kang, Melina, Omni-Man, Peacemaker, Quan Chi, Raiden, Rain, Reptile, Scorpion, Shang Tsung, Smoke, Sub-Zero, Takeda, and Tanya. So... I, I was surprised Jax wasn't on here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe maybe they would announce Jax, but I think they, I feel like they would have announced Jax already. Yeah, so they, they have... Because he's a cameo. Yeah, he's a cameo fighter. So the whole thing is like some cameo fighters are not going to be playable characters. So I'm wondering if he's one of those. Yeah, like Sub-Zero is on both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say... Hmm. Maybe they would. I should have thought about this before asking because I have no idea either. Yeah, it's gonna be a full guess. Maybe, maybe I would guess. I mean, if Ed Boon's gonna be there, is it? Isn't like Noob Sabot supposed to be like an anagram? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because it was uh, Ed Boon and Tobias uh, was the other person who made Mortal Kombat, so it's just their names backwards. Oh okay. Yeah, like, I mean, but then again, like, I mean, he would probably just be there anyway, maybe, if it's, like, a big announcement, or, like, because they already have the, they have the date, don't they? Yeah, it's coming out in, like, four weeks, uh, the 19th yeah, of they September. Have, they have the date, and then I think the beta, the open beta is in, a, like, a couple days, right? It starts tomorrow. It's tomorrow, okay. So, yeah, you have the beta tomorrow, and then you have the release in, like, uh, a month, and then... Yeah, I'm gonna guess Noob Sabot. Noob Sabot, okay. Yeah. Damn, that's who I was gonna guess. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Damn. Okay, so they got Garrus back. Um. Ah, shit. Okay. Uh. I'm going to guess uh, Cabal. Cabal is the guy with the mask that runs really fast and makes people spin like a tornado. Right, okay. Okay, that's going to be my guess. Is Cabal, okay. Because I don't think he's been announced yet. Okay. So if if Noob Cybot comes out, I'll be shipping you. Uh, I live in Austin, too, so I'll just ship you up some home slice. <laughs> and if Cabal uh, comes out, then you'll be shipping me some home slice. Okay, and what if none of them come out, or both of them come out? Then, we're, then we'll call it even. <laughs> yeah, then we'll just we'll just like split a pizza in half or something. <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Yeah, S Fan, dude, I super appreciate your time. I super appreciate yeah, you being dude. here. Um, yeah. If there's anything FGC related that you need, uh, like I know there's a bunch of locals here in Austin at Arcade UFO. 
if you need anything, like feel free to hit me up. I got your back uh, for any like FGC hookups. So cool. Yeah, hella, I appreciate it, man. Hell, appreciate you being here. Um, are there like any final words you want to say to the people who are here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about fighting games. And uh, I mean, like I, I was saying this before, I've said this a few times already, but I feel like there's like a fighting game renaissance happening mm-hmm. with like all these games coming out and people are super into Street Fighter. And <clears throat> I think I think if one fighting game is good, it makes all the other ones good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that it's gotten to the point where people have realized that because what happens is I mean, you have 7,000 people sign up for Street Fighter, and now everybody's like, okay, this is sick. What's the next game coming out? Mm-hmm. Okay, Project Tell's coming. MK1 is coming. Tekken 8 is coming. Oh, wait, there's a bunch of updates for these other games that I didn't even know about, right? Like, what's what's Grand Blue? What's what's Guilty? I don't even know about <laughs> these games. And then, the, then all of a sudden, they start looking at that stuff, too. So, yeah, I think I think, um, I think it's great. So, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for, like, the, the future of, of fighting games and uh, the whole FGC and everything's been great, so... Yeah. Awesome. Dude, honor and a pleasure having you on. Welcome to the FGC, as it were. Uh, I'm excited to see you at more tournaments. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, hit me up if you need anything. I'll be here. So you have a good one. I appreciate you being on. Cool. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. We'll see you. All right, ladies and gents, that was Lord S. Fond, S. Fond TV on the YouTubes and on the Twitches. Uh, Check out his vlogs from Evo. Uh, they are hilarious and they're very well done. Uh, please show him some love. Uh, that was S-Fanned. Still can't believe he, can't, he agreed to come on. Shoutouts to him. Uh, force him into a tournament, please. Uh, I, I, uh, he'll, he'll go when he's ready. He's a big boy. Uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, I say that as a big boy myself. So, ladies and gents... This has been... Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, We have to send it to Elon on the bottom right because he has information about the MK1 beta. So let me send it to Elon on the bottom right. He'll he'll talk about the MK1 beta. So we're going diagonally. Goodbye. Hello, it's me. I'm Elon on the bottom right. Hope you guys are cool. It's been a while. We got MK1 this weekend. Starting tomorrow. I'll be on stream. I literally pre-ordered the game to play it so the mk1 beta is happening uh i got it for the ps5 because i don't trust the people who are making the pc port so uh there's gonna be a lot of mk happening this weekend so feel free to hop on for if you're new here first of all thank you for stopping by my name is elon uh this is best of five this is your weekly fgc talk show uh every thursday at 8 p.m central uh i stream every morning around 9 30 10 p.m cent- or 10 a.m central P- apologies uh i want to again give a big shout out to s fan for taking the time uh for being cool for chatting uh chatting it up over here uh super glad we had him and i think animate sam shut up i'm trying to do it weekly uh <laughs> uh so we'll have more uh i'll be back tomorrow 9 30 a.m. Central for some Mortal Kombat. This is it for me today. Uh, anything else? I think I think we got it all. Appreciate everybody. Thank you so much. I'll catch you guys tomorrow morning. Until then, goodbye.